Shut up and sit down. I want to say hello. I want to say hi. I want to say welcome to episode 241 of Third Shift. That's the show we're doing. Here we are, everybody. Hello. Welcome to episode 241 of Third Shift. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Eric. Mr. Eric B. I I can't say it. It's impossible. But I can say I am also joined by none other than the elusive... Cat waggling, tail waggling, smash maggling, Mr. <laughs> Glorious Bastard himself, Mr. Matt. I don't even know what that means, but I'm going to say I'll it. Take, I, I can't waggle all the time. I'm always cat waggling. He's always cat waggling. people at work, they're like, that man, he always a cat waggling. Cat waggling. <laughs> so, of course, you heard him. He's here. We're all here. Before we get going on the episode about what's been going on, you know, remember there's a little, it's a post- quarter an episode we've just finished it it's over the life the world everything's turning back to normal but i don't know are we back to normal have we ever been normal i'm really not sure it's like a post post quarter end special yeah because the last, the last one, one was the post right, right post but it wasn't now it's real but it wasn't post. real post because we were still in it you know what i'm saying when you got the blood on your face and body and you still stink a war you know what i'm saying it's fair that ain't really over this is over. We've done, took a bath. We've shipped back home. We had to we're, we're find a job. Home. Yeah, that's right. Susie, Susie already wrote the letter saying she left us and moved on. We, it's all came, done. Came to the apartment. It was it was written in lipstick was, on yeah, the mirror, you know. Exactly. And now we're dealing with it. That's us this week. Dealing with the aftermath of a quarter end. Man. So if things seem weird, well, that's why. But... We are here, and we are alive, and we're going to tell you how our week was before we get to doing anything else. So, Mr. Matt, how was your week? I feel like it was, if I look at the gaming side of things, it was a good week, but I feel like it was a horrible week. I feel like it was a wretched week, but then if I like turn my mindset to a positive light, I go, ah, this week wasn't that bad. I was just miserable for no reason. So I don't know how this week was. It was an in-between week. I had good stuff that happened. I had bad stuff that happened. But on the video game front, played Animal Crossing, of course. You know I do it. You do it. I do it all the time. I talked before about my inventory getting full, even though there's 2,400-some inventory slots. So now every day I do my dailies, and then I go through my inventory, and I go, what's, what's this thing that I need to get rid of? That? All right. And I open up my little app that I have that tracks all my stuff, and I go, who's the best gift recipient for that? Oh, Axel? throw wrapping paper on it, run it to Axel's house. So I'm steadily getting rid of all the junk that I've accumulated in my Animal Crossing hoarder life. And then, you know, they give you stuff back. You're like, oh, cool. That would actually make a great gift for Steve over there. That'd make a great gift for Bobby. That'd make a great gift for Sally. So I don't know. It's just been a different way of playing Animal Crossing, not building up an area, not cleaning this out, not trying to find this or that or the other thing. I don't know. It's been fun. Also, it's been fun as new Super Lucky's Tale which I really like, but it's a game that's really weird to me. Like, I have fun, and I chill out, and I enjoy it. It's a fun, friendly little platformer. But it's so, like, fun and friendly that I feel like it's a kid's game. But then, at the same time, any dialogue you have with any characters goes on and on and on forever. It makes references to, you know, certain memes or, like, certain sayings or certain things that happen in the real world that a kid wouldn't understand. 
So when I'm like, man, I don't know, I feel like I'm playing a kid's game. And then I get into this conversation. I'm like, wait, but it's, but I am laughing at the conversation. So like, it's re- I don't know. It feels weird, but it's not a kid's game, Matt. Okay, all right. I played the demo like three times. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. I considered buying it multiple times, but mm-hmm. I just have so much else I own already for the Switch, etc., and games I'm playing that I was like, no, that's being irresponsible. So no. But it's just so cute and friendly, and the little animal characters speaking like hurt the voices. They did that. They did that in Conquer's Bad Fur Day too, and that was not for kids. Okay, that's true. That's fair. You're fine. It's okay. It's just so cute and friendly and accessible that I'm just like, man, should I be playing this? And then I 100% love And then he gets the page and I go, yeah, with him. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I should. This is fun. Mm-hmm. But then on the complete other end of the spectrum, we played Outriders and had a great time turning men into bones and exploding them into guts. Ah, oh, a good time, except for the glitch at the end that it wouldn't even let me walk in a room. And now I had to Ruin reinstall everything. Ruin the night. It was a... It was only 11 o'clock, and we had to end it. You know? That was like the prime. That's that prime hour, that 11 to 12. Yeah. That's that Mad Max hour where anything goes, everything's wild, mm-hmm. everyone's going crazy. And we missed it. It was just a hard hard bar stop. And I went, dang. Now I got to I gotta seek out some anime to fill the void. While set was great, I was still sad because I was like, dang, we need that last hour of madness. And it doubly sucked because I had just cracked a beer, too. Because I remember when we finally called it and went, okay, I'm just going to reinstall everything. And I reached down and I was like, surely there's only a little bit in this beer. And I can just go, whatever, drink it and then be sad. And I picked it up and it was way heavier than I thought. And I went, oh, man, this was an hour of fun right here. Uh-huh. Here it was. I needed to smash this beer and be like, no, Eric, we got to go one more. And be like, all right, man, we're going to do one more. Do, 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 do. But still a great time. Uh, speaking of glitches, I'll talk about something else I played also later in the episode. But I also played a lot more of Velocity Ultra on my Vita, which is a lot of fun because it got to, to a point where the stages started being more like mazes, where you can drop like a little teleporter pod, like the stage will branch off in a V. Drop a teleporter pod at the middle, you go up the one side, then you warp back to the bottom, go through the other side, shooting security locks. And then I found one that it was like you had to go through each side like three or four or five times, unlocking more stuff, finding new areas, warping to this thing, finding a little bonus cachet over here. I have a lot of fun playing it on the on the Vita in just like little three, four, ten-minute bursts. Just do a few stages or do a stage. Oh, I missed a couple survivors because going through the maze, you got to pick up little pods that have the survivors. That's why you're unlocking force fields so you can get more over here and there. But having a lot of fun with that. And then play Borderlands 3. I played the director's cut. I went all the way through them Ava missions. And we'll talk about that more later in the episode. But Eric, how was your week, my friend? Well, the week in the real world, decently productive. Been uh, Got the camper out, starting to get that around for camping. Burned a bunch of wood. Uh, been still working on the basement stairwell, building a whole new stairwell for the basement. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, being constructive, hanging out with the kids, hanging out with the wife, doing this, doing that. And then, of course, at work, who knows? I don't know. I turn my brain off and I go in there and we just do what we do. It works. In the video game world, it's pretty simple. Outriders. Been playing a bunch of Outriders. Uh, I love the game. Having such a great time with it. But I'm reaching a point 
where playing solo at the max world tier, it's super difficult. Stupid difficult. It's so plain to me at this point that they want you to be playing with other people and not by yourself that it's just glaring. And that bugs me because at no point did they say this was a have to multi- have to play with multiplayer, have to play with other people game. But they make it so if you want to go solo and some of this stuff, it is just ridiculous. And the worst, the worst thing about it is it's so jarringly weird in how it goes about it. Like one fight solo, I'll be in there smoking fools, having a good time, being careful, but also playing aggressively, doing what I'm supposed to do. And get through no problem. And then you're like, all right, cool, story part. And it's like 20 seconds of, you know, fun story time, goofball stuff. And you think you're done because it feels like it's done. You, you killed a boss. You did a bunch of enemies to get to the area where you need to be to get the thing. And then it's like, oh, now you got to go back. <laughs> and it spawns a whole nother thing of baddies. And I'm like, I just did this whole, first off, I just did this whole room of baddies and a boss to get to the story part. And now I got to do a whole nother thing of baddies, etc. to get out. And I'm like, come on, man. This is too much. It's too much. And then it seems like they always make the second part of it harder with just the amount of baddies and the different, the amount of waves they put in there. And so I'm starting to find myself scared to play because it's so difficult that after about one mission, two missions tops, I'm just stressed out and tired <laughs> from having to focus and play and try so hard that I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I'm, I'm done for the night. That was cool, but no. And I'm like, no, man, it's losing it's losing what I want. I wanted just fun. I just wanted something that was, hey, I'm going to go in and rock and roll. There ain't going to be no issues, and I'm losing that part of it. And I could, I could fix it. By lowering the tier, the world tier level, right? But then I don't get any gear. You lose another piece. Well, what's the point of doing this if I'm just gonna stay Chumpatelli here that can't be world world tier nine? And by lowering it, yeah, I'll finish a story, but I, I won't have anything that's gonna help me get through the next world tier. So I'm I'm kind of mixed. I don't know what to do right now. I'm like, or do I wait for my friends and we catch up? But realistically, my friends are never gonna catch up. You're never going to get there. I mean, me and you will do our playthrough, but that's going to take weeks and 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 weeks, you know. And my my other pal, Jared, who plays, you know, he hit and miss. He's got a new job, he's got a new house, so who knows whenever he's on. So I'm like, oh, dang it, man. I feel like I'm starting to get cornered. I either match make with randos or I drop the world tier and just crush the rest of the game, get the end story, and then try to find, like, you know, go online and farm. Right, you know, right. What are great, easy farm bosses? And do that to get the best of the best gear so that I can push the world tier forward. And I'm like, this is the part where it's starting to become like that min-max crazy stuff. Mm. Go, da-da. And I'm like, well, <sighs> I just just want fun. I just want fun right now. That's all I want. And so I, I said, well, let's pause this. Let's go play Persona 5 Strikers. Grind, 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 grind. I'm like, man, this ain't real fun. It's a lot of grinding. Once again, it's fun for 40 minutes. Right, right. And then I'm like, man, I'm bored. I don't want to grind anymore. Go to the story. Oh, the boss. Oh, my God, he's slaughtering me. Oh, God, dope. Gotta go grind. All right, well, that's it for today. Gotta grind for a few weeks here before I can go fight the boss. Ugh. 
All right. Well, that's not fun, fun, fun. What else? What do I play? I guess nothing. But then Borderlands 3 came out with the director's cut. And I was like, God, I should play that. Got on Zane, characters we made. Oh, we never did any story. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, finally, did all the work, got on my PS4 Pro, and went, all right, let's get uh, let's get Moe's over there the right right way this time, because mm-hmm. last time it didn't work, didn't get it done. Your version of Borderlands 3 has been corrupted. Of course it has, because that just makes sense. That's the way this world goes. So I had to delete all of Borderlands 3, reinstall all of Borderlands, then I got on and was able to get Moe's, do the upload, get her back over to the PS5. Now <laughs> Moe's is on PS5. Jesus. Then we go play the new DLC. But at this point, I am tired. It's late. We got through it, but I was in grump mode. Yeah. And so it sucks because now my opinions, I feel, are skewed because I was in no play, don't want to play right now mode. Anyway. And I got to say, I was in the same boat because I got home and you know how the apartment here is divided up. They got my half, I got the landlord's half, and then there's the apartment above that they don't use. Mm-hmm. I got home the day that I was going to play the director's cut, and for some reason, somebody was upstairs walking around nonstop for the three hours that I played the director's cut, back and forth, moving stuff around, opening stuff up, closing stuff up, just constant shoes and feet on a floor like it felt like it was like an inch above my head constant non-stop motion like they never i don't know what's up there i don't they never sat down they never took a break it was just non-stop and i was just like you know i'm trying to enjoy what i'm doing and i did enjoy what i'm doing we'll get to that later in the episode but i was just like there were a couple things during my play session that irritated me, and then that was going on too the entire time. So I was in grunt mode. Well, I didn't start in grunt mode. I started in normal mode, and it just slowly sunk into just the grunt pits. And (laughs) by the time I hit stuff that really frustrated me toward the end, I was like, Jesus Christ! Ah! Ah! Mm That would be nuts. Oh, indeed. But that's what I've been playing this week. And of course, we'll talk about the Borderlands Ava quests in a little bit. But before we get to that, we got other stuff to be doing, Matt. Like, you know, what's coming out? What kind of game are you excited about? What's going on here? Well, Eric, I don't want to rain on your parade. Or do I? Because that's my release this week. It's rain on your parade. And I fell in love with this game just from the trailer alone. I was on my Games Pass app just the other day. And I was like, oh, what's... What's coming out? What's new? What's fresh? Because there's a little like coming soon thing. And I went, Rain on Your Parade. What's that? And it like auto plays the trailer when you click on the game. And I watched this little like cardboard cutout cloud, like a, like a school play or something, because he's on wires. He's going around and it's like a happy day. And then he rains on everybody and they start running around. And then like in another scene, he's like a snow cloud and he's dropping snow all over the road. And a car hits the snow and like plows into a bus stop. And I went, this, oh my God. And then he's another cloud dropping something else and like everything's on fire now. And I went, this is going to be my game of the year, 100%. And now it's out. It's out today, the day we're recording this, April 15th. It's out on tax day. If the IRS is raining on your parade, rain right back with rain on your parade. Developed and published by Unbound Creations. You play a cute cloud. You go through over 50 levels, causing mayhem, 
doing all kinds of stuff. It's basically, if you think about something like Donut County, one of my games of the year a couple of years ago, you had a little stage, you kind of ruin everybody's day by accomplishing certain objectives, and kind of like Untitled Goose Game. Instead of being an asshole goose, you're an asshole cloud now. So you get a list of objectives of things you can do. Obviously, like I kind of teased in the opener, like they tease in the trailer, you just start out raining on stuff. So if you rain on this, it'll affect that. If you rain on this person, maybe he'll run over there and affect this other thing. And you get to eventually get like lightning powers, thunder powers. You drop snow at one point, obviously. You get like a tornado. Each of these 50 stages has different objectives for you to complete with your powers. I've even seen ones where you're like a little sponge, essentially. So like you hover over this different kind of liquid and you suck it up. And now that's what you rain down. Like here's, you know, you got to rain the red stuff over here and the blue stuff over there. Maybe you're like making a painting. I've seen all kinds of really creative stuff. There's apparently a level themed all around the show, The Office, where you're like an intern delivering coffee as this cloud to everybody's desk by sucking up for the coffee machine. And, they bloop, 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 and then you do all kinds of other stuff through it. So it just seems like a silly game. Katamari Damacy, Donut County slash Untitled Goose Game kind of theme. Just be silly. Have a good time. You're a little 2D cloud. Everyone else is like low poly 3D silly characters running around bumping into stuff. I don't know. I just fell in love with the game from the trailer. All the reviews have just said, this is a great game to just screw around in and have a lot of fun. You can also even, if you don't like the little smiley face on your cloud, you can draw your own little face on the cloud. Draw your face on the cloud and be the person who rains on everyone else's parade. Do to other people in this game what everybody does to you at work on a daily basis and rain on their parade. That's all I got. It's a great game. I'm going to play the hell out of it. It's out for Switch, PC, and Xbox, and it's on the Game Pass. Get it for free. Play it for free. Have a great time. And rain on your parade. Ooh, man. Well, talking about raining on your parade, I'll tell you what. The title I'm talking about, Oddworld Soulstorm, <laughs> Abe's Parade is getting rained all over. All right. Not only just Abe's, his whole species, his whole entire species. These poor bastards. They're just getting screwed over into slave labor by this evil glucking son of a gun alien man. And he just wants to be free. He wants to get him and his folks out for free. But the problem is they're all dumber than rocks. And it's super difficult to be free when you're dumber than rocks. You know what I mean? Because people always want to take advantage of people that are dumber than rocks. All right? And that is the whole loop of this game. You are Abe. And Oddworld Soulstorm, it takes place like hours after uh, the new and tasty, which I never played. But I do have a soft spot for Oddworld. I remember way back in the OG version, getting it and playing through. I never beat it because it was too hard for me. I was, you know, younger then and just couldn't, I couldn't comprehend how to keep all of his people alive. And now being the younger me, remember the internet wasn't real back then. I didn't know that you could just beat it without saving his people. You could just keep going. All right. I didn't know that. I always just said, oh, oh, somebody died, restart. Somebody died, restart. Somebody, And it was too much. So I had to give up. But I loved that just broken, just dystopian, messed up world that uh, Oddworld is. And then the fact that Abe is such an idiot, just such a fool, but he's the smartest of his people, which is like bananas. He can actually at least hide from the searchlights and duck and do what he needs to do. But your friends, no, they can't do anything. They can't do anything. They got no thoughts in those little brains of theirs. And they get killed all the time. And it drives you nuts. All right? And just to kind of set this up, if you don't know what this is, period, it's 2.5D 
platforming game where you control a main character and you're trying to get out of the clutches of this slave labor that you've been put into this this attrition that's been going on oppression of your people all this good stuff and you got to get out along the way you need to save your friends you don't have to save them but you do want to if you want the good ending because there's multiple endings depending on who you save if you save any of them if you save all of them and obviously the best ending comes from saving all of your friends on the way out so you'll go through all sorts of cool puzzles and and traversal of you know the typical platforming jumping across stuff waiting for the spikes to come dropping and then on top of that you got to escort all your little friends then this is the whole game escorting friends across these same difficulties so if you like things that are very difficult and can drive you crazy, especially if you want to save everybody and make it all the way to the end, it's definitely a cool game. And, and, and on top of it, like I said, Abe and his friends aren't the brightest. So when they're talking and doing stuff, it's so weird because it's just so goofy and strange. But of course, it's so sad and serious in the sense that these guys and gals, etc., they just want to be free and they're being completely and utterly screwed over. And it's it's just such a weird. Well, it's like it's a, it's a it, it's an odd world. It's just weird. It, it doesn't make sense. It's dark. It's strange. And you're really like, I don't know what's going on here, man. This is nuts. So, I have a soft spot for it, but I gotta admit, you know, I, I haven't since the original. I haven't really paid too close attention to it. And with this one coming out though, and I'm like, man, I should really play this. You know why? Because it's free. It's free. If you have PlayStation Plus. Oh, that's right. So this is a no-brainer. Right now, everybody, if you got a PS4, PS5, go get it. And you can check this out. You don't have to go, well, Eric, I don't know. You didn't really sell me on this. You didn't really convince me. I, didn't, I don't got to sell you, you freaking moron. You're about as smart as Abe. Just go download it and try it. I was literally going to go, oh, well, I don't know. The last Oddworld <laughs> game I played was Munch's Odyssey, which launched with the Xbox, and I, mm-hmm. it didn't really catch me. So I was like, I don't know. I've, this is one of those franchises I always feel like I should try because I've only heard good stuff about it. But the one that I did, it didn't hook me. Now, you don't have to sell me on nothing, Eric. I'm about as dumb as a rock. I'm just going to go over to See? my PS5 and start downloading it tonight. Click a little button and you can play it. And all of you can too. And I, I suggest you at least give it a try. It is not for everybody. I can tell you that right now. It's not for everybody. But it is a good looking game. And it is fun. And it is sad. And it is weird. So give it a shot. It's free. You can't miss on anything. If you don't want to get it for free and want to pay, it is also on Microsoft Windows. So you can go get it there if you really want to pay some cash for it and have a good time. It's published by Oddworld Inhabitants, developed by a buttload of people, which makes no sense to me. I'm like, I don't understand. It's Big Boat Interactive, Free Range Games, Super Speed Studios, Streamline Media Group, System Studios, Titanium Studios, and Fat Kraken Studios. I don't know why there are so many studios on board with this game. That's weird. Yeah, strange, but there it is. It is out now as we speak, so go check it out and go play it. Because it is neat, it is unique, and it has been around since the PlayStation started up. So it's one of them OG titles, you know what I mean? It's like an old school, old school game. And speaking of things you should check out that have been around for a long time, it's my favorite part of the show, everybody. 
We got shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands, the pre-sequel. It's my double favorite part of the show because I get to say, not only hit up Twitter, the Red Forms, the Instagram, hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourselves a free loot, but I also get to say, hey, man, Mr. Air, it's the pre-sequel. We got to play through the pre-sequel again. We got we to gotta yeah. get on Wilhelm. We got to max him out. We got to get Saint up to that capstone. Oh, boy. You and I, you and everyone in the podcast world have heard me say it a million times, but it still, it still stands true. I like that game. And Wilhelm was yeah. fun to play. It was really cool. And Athena was awesome, you know, throwing shield, playing like Cat America. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong with that. Someday, man, you know, maybe it'll be when we're in retirement homes. You know what I mean? Maybe that's we when go. we'll do it. See, we, we got nothing else to do. We got our memories are gone. The only thing we do is play games we played before. And like, hey, remember, I, I think I remember this. And the kids will be in their virtual pod bay, like next to uh-huh. us, doing their VR things. Grandpa Matt, you're freaking stupid. Whatever. How can you play that archaic game? You got to use your hands. That's like a baby's toy. Mm-hmm. I'll say, you don't even know how to use your hands, boy. What are you talking about? And they won't because their hands will be like super fat, like sausages. Because they'll all be like that uh, that movie with the little robot and all the fat humans that don't do anything ever again. They'll be all wallied up. That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's just all soft tissue. There's no muscle left. They're just like little things, creatures. And you'll be like, oh, I don't even want to see you. I can't believe what this world's come to. And then you just play the pre-sequel until we die. We'll just be the two grumpy old men at the nursing home <laughs> who don't even want visitors. Relatives come in. Oh, jeez. Could you just go away? Oh, shut up, Grandpa Eric. You know you love us. <sighs> Did you bring my whiskey? Yeah. That's, all right. That's fine. All right. Then you stay for 30 minutes. That's <laughs> all you get. That's right. <laughs> but the other thing we got is a little bit more news on the Borderlands movie front. Because Janina Gavankar has been cast as Commander Knox in the Borderlands movie. Hey, Eric, do you know what she was in? No, you don't know what she was in, but I'm going to tell you. She was in a lot of stuff that I haven't ever seen, honestly. Lots of shows, some movies that I haven't seen. But she was also the face, voice, and motion capture actress for the main character in the Star Wars Battlefront 2 campaign mode. Mm. So the one part of that entire game, when it came out that wasn't completely trashed and pooped on, she was the only good part. Of that whole game. So there you go. You've probably seen her or heard her or played as her. I don't know if you ever did play that one or not, but I can't remember. I, I, I played it, but I don't think I played as her, but I don't remember how much I played that game. It's too far back, man. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember. <laughs> In fact, I don't even think I played the campaign stuff at all. I think I just did the PvP portion. Well, because your relatives like the PvP stuff. Yeah, because stuff, my, so. my in-laws and stuff were playing. So yeah. I, I probably didn't play as her. But that's unfortunate. However, more on her, though. She's Commander Knox. She is the daughter of General Knox, mm. which, of course, you know, if you play the original OG Borderlands, you smoke him and lay him out at the very end. He, however, was super cool. However, his DLC was super trash, and I hated it, okay? <laughs> All right? It's such a weird thing because he had, he was really cool. Every time he came up on the mics and was talking to you, I loved his attitude. I loved what he was saying. I loved what he was doing. But, man, getting in that vehicle and that environment all the time and getting just constantly having those turrets shoot at you and, and you have to stop and clear out the whole stupid area to go take down the church. It was garbage. I hated it. I just <laughs> hated it. So I'm so bent because I'm like, man, I love that character, but boy, oh, boy, did I hate that DLC. Woo! And now we get his daughter in here rocking and rolling, just, just making her up, bringing her in for no good reason. But from what I hear... 
Randy says there is a good reason because it's super awesome. She's going to be a freaking badass. There you go. And a little bit more on the movie that I saw on my own just browsing around on Twitter. You remember last week I put on my tinfoil hat and I said, are those three director's chairs even real? Are they even doing anything? Because how could you announce a character and still be filming a movie? But the girl who played Tiny Tina, she's apparently in another series that's been airing right now. And she... Went up on the Twitter. I saw it randomly. I don't even know how I saw it. But she was like, hey, I'm in Hungary filming for the Borderlands movie exactly right now. But thanks for all the love on this other series that I did that's been airing right now. And I went, oh, look, they're they're actually out there filming. And not only just that, but they're halfway across the world in Hungary. So Randy Pitch forgot to fly out to Hungary. Hungary. Probably free of charge, eating some Hungarian food that's freaking beautiful and delicious, doing magic tricks for Hungarian women. And they're going, oh. I don't, geez, I'm just, I'm just jealous. A different world, just a whole different world. Why couldn't I be podcasting from Hungary right now with an exclusive Randy Pitchford interview? He'd be here on the Discord with me right now on this awesome laptop that I got. Come on, come Cause on. Because you're, you're just a podcaster, okay? <sighs> so stop it. I'm a you social media nothing. influencer. I influence yeah. myself by doing a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> we influence all of you out there, oh, podcast listener it- land. That's right. Hey, we do indeed, maybe, or we or we do the exact opposite. We influence you to do everything that we don't do or say you shouldn't do. Either way, we're influencing you to some extent. And of course, while we're talking about influencing Matt, Godfall has been influenced. All right? They're like, man, we hear what you guys and gals have been telling us all the time. We need to get matchmaking up in this game. So they just put out a whole little blogs talking about... Hey, we're going to get matchmaking in here. It's going to take a while. We got to get it all figured out. But we heard you loud and clear. So, coming to Godfall in a few months, many months, I don't know how many months. It says it's going to take them a few months just to get it kind of figured out. So, I don't know what that particularly means. But, there will be matchmaking to Godfall. And so, maybe at that point, Matt... We'll actually get in there and just randomly matchmake and have people we'll just we'll just jump on their backpack and we'll just ride the wave all the way up to the top. You know what I mean? We'll see what'll happen is we'll get in. We'll be like, all right, that's what we're going to do. We'll get matchmaked with scrubs and then we'll be then forced we'll, to play we'll through the, the whole game ourselves. And then the whole time be like, hey, you want to matchmake? Fill the party, dude? Ooh, no, we're just a bunch of idiots. <laughs> and we'll, we won't know what we're doing anyway because we started our characters not know what we're doing regardless. Uh-huh. So it's good on them. People want the matchmaking. So it's a good thing. And it should be a good thing for me and you. But you know how our luck is. We don't we don't have it. No, it's we'll, end up, we'll end up with the peeps that don't help us very much. And lastly, before we move on to the taters, okay? One little bit. People Can Fly have also released a new little patch notes uh, for, of course, Outriders game that both of us have been having so much fun in. Mm. And it was really small. It's one big thing, though. They have fixed, or they said they think they have fixed, the inventory wipe error. Mm. They think it's completely done and good and kaputs. They're going to monitor it over the weekend, though, to confirm that that is the case. And then, of course, their next highest thing on the priority list is making sure that everybody that did have an inventory wipe gets their stuff back as best as humanly possible. So that way they are back on par. Everybody's happy and they can keep moving forward. So good on you. People can fly. You know, you've been doing it right. You've been letting everybody know what's going on. You've been keeping everybody up to date. There's been some issues, some bugs, but you've been on top of it, doing your best to keep everyone happy. Definitely appreciated. But holy moly, 
Man, you gotta fix that sign-in bug, too, okay? Just gotta say, people can fly. I know you've already heard it, but I'm gonna say it, too. It sucks having to restart my freaking game seven, eight, nine times sometimes to get into the game. Let's, let's, uh, after the, after the inventory one, let's get that one fixed. You gotta get that one fixed, because <laughs> when it would crash, when I would go through that door, to even get back to try it again, it took, like, five times. Mm-hmm. And then... To try it after you left took like five times. And to try it after a full wipe and reinstall, it only took like twice. But I booted it up and I was like, if this does it again, I swear to God. And it just sat there spinning. And I went, mm. <laughs> okay, oh. it, it, you get one more, Outriders. And then I don't even know what. And then it I let me in that time. And then, tell Matt and Eric I can't play. <laughs> and it actually put me like right next to the mission. And there were no enemies. And I ran in the door and finished the mission. It was great. So thank you, Outriders. You're doing the right thing. People can fly, though, please. You got to you gotta get your little tiny screwdriver out. You're like your eyeglasses screwdriver. And just tweak that. Just, the, beep, mm-hmm. just let Matt play. Let me play. And me, too. If you don't fix the others, that's fine, I guess. But yeah. us two, we got to be able to get in there. It's important. That's Very important. <laughs> You're going to ruin Friday night. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't ruin Friday night. It's literally one of the only things left. <laughs> but something else we got left. Well, I mean, we don't have it left because we finished it. It's the director's cut content in Borderlands 3. We did Ava's detective missions, or her murder mystery missions, I should say. It was the first thing I dove into. As soon as it was downloaded, I went, I got to play this. I got to do it. And I smashed through it all in one sitting in grunt mode. How about overall impressions, overall thoughts, or before we get into nitty-gritty stuff? Did you enjoy it, Eric? Did you have fun? I'm going to say what Claptrap said. All right? One star, unsubscribe. It's over. It's over, all right? That's it. Claptrap knew. He already told you halfway through what to do. I didn't see Third Shift. Did you see Third Shift anywhere, Matt? I didn't, know. I didn't see Third Shift. So there you go, Gearbox. Boom. Unsubscribe. One star. Hope you feel good. That's my overall impressions, all right? There you go. Well, I have no choice but to echo your sentiments because you didn't have an awesome third shift Easter egg in there. So it's, nope. it's this over. was your That's one it. opportunity. This was it. This was the no brainer, <laughs> ball in the hole, or whatever that basketball quote is. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but net. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it mattered, and you you just totally, man, you put the ball not in the hole. You know what I mean? Where it just bounces off. That's what you did. That's all we got to say. Now, thanks for listening to Third Shift this week, you guys. Ava's, man, wow. You did something, didn't you? <laughs> no, no. All right. So, oh, okay. We're going to change. Actually, We're not going to do that? We, we, okay. we, we, can't, we can't end it on that note because then they'll never put any Third Shift Easter eggs in. They weren't going to anyway, man. <laughs> they did one. They did the one in the hands of Jackpot. I still maintain that's, that's us. Well, hey, we will, we'll keep it there. All right. That's we'll, right. We'll keep that as, as lore and as fact. That's right. If I find a Wikipedia page about it, I'm putting that in. I'm writing it in. You should. That's a good idea. Because then it is a fact. Because whatever's on Wikipedia is real. And that's the way that goes. Mm -hmm. We can make our own reality. We're independent fact checkers checkers now. That's us. That's true. (laughs) I wasn't going to actually tell you how I enjoyed it at all. Because I thought that was good enough for the show, you know? 
just you know, you want to do me dirty like that? It is, that? And it's I'll not. Do you it dirty is, and like it's that. not. People won't understand the the fun of it. I will put it this way: overall, pretty good. Um, I was hoping for a lot more story. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. I I don't know why there was. It's not a gearbox's fault at all. They didn't tell me there was going to be a bunch of story or anything. So it once again comes down to me. But I I just had I was like, yeah, we're gonna get this really cool Nora uh, story going and. And they'll be fighting in there, but it's going to be all about Ava and just her goofy little podcast. And, mm-hmm. and and it wasn't. It was your typical Gearbox formula. A little bit of story in the beginning. Tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of fighting. Mm-hmm. And then here's the ending. And here's the little story that goes with the ending. And then you moved on. Mm-hmm. And you did that over and over, you know, four times or so, going to Promethea, Pandora, uh, Eden 6, and then lastly, Necrotophea to finish off the story. And and it was fun. It was it was enjoyable. But like I said, I was just really wanting some story. But that's what I've been wanting from everything. As you heard me earlier say, yeah. I've just been wanting fun. I've just been wanting fun. And a lot of stuff's been presenting like challenge and grind, and, and I, it's not what I'm in the mood for right now. So I'm like, God. Oh, uh. I agree with you, and I, I hear what you're saying. I feel like I enjoyed the first one the most because I feel like it had the most running around, like talking to people, even just going mm-hmm. down that alley. And saying, "Hey, did you see where? Hey, a person did you see went? the killer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, went it that way, or I saw a crazy thing. Blah 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 blah. And then also the music in that one was just was cool. phenomenal. It was a hundred percent the noir music. Mm-hmm. And then the way that they tweaked it and turned it up just enough when you know the the ratches did come out, it was like it was like you were in a noir fight scene." It just it just turned it it was perfect and I I feel like they did a great job with the music all the way through in that yeah, same vein, but I feel like I like that one the most because you were getting the start of the story you were getting just like what's going on here you know go around the go around that dude's apartment and pick up some clues and then go you felt like you were going on a journey with that one a little bit more a little bit more so than some of the other ones, but I agree overall it was. I think to me the parts I loved the most were anything fighting anything but COV. There were a few areas where you were fighting different other types of enemies, and I loved those. I had a lot of fun with those. But anytime you fought COV, there would be three Goliaths up and two badasses, and they would just throw constant mm-hmm. shit at you. And not that that's a bad thing, because I like chaos in my Borderlands, but you know the sound and the feeling when when you it's just so so much crap and you just hear that sound of like <laughs> just everywhere yeah. it happened all the time and i played as flack so i never died i went down a couple times but instant res or mr beef would get me but it was just it was just so much in the combat and occasionally there'd be some voice lines but all i could hear was <laughs> i don't know it was fun i I feel like I was playing in grunt mode. I feel like I enjoyed it overall, maybe a little bit more than you did. But there were a couple parts of it that I didn't enjoy. And one of those was I had a lot of NPC glitches all the way through this. Like when you start, you meet up with Lorelai outside the apartment. And you go uh-huh. in. And then you go down the alley. You find the backpack. And she goes, oh, man, it's a, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything. Ew, who's this backpack? Give it to me, Volt Hunter. And I turned around and she was gone. And I looked on the mini map and her icon was <laughs> all the way at the start. So I ran all the way there and she just stared at me. And I couldn't talk to her or give her anything. 
And I went, okay, fast travel back to Sanctuary, come back out. She's just standing there. No prompt, no nothing. All right, quit the game, go back in. And granted, I'm on my PS5, so it's not a super long thing. Boot back in, travel to the place. Now she's where she's supposed to be with her hand out with a little backpack prompt. Uh And then at the end, there's a thing where Ava has to jump down to initiate a thing, which we're going to talk about later. Uh She didn't jump down four out of five times. I went down there and I fought a bunch of stuff and it went, examine the thing. And I went, okay. And I looked. There was nobody with me. So I went, okay. Uh, Hmm. Maybe if I go in to fight for your life, you know, so I blew myself up. Nope, she didn't come down. Okay. Fast travel away. Fast travel back. Jump down. No, she didn't come down. Four out of five times. I got it on the fifth try. When I was, like I said, I was already flipping out. People were walking above me. I didn't like it. And then this. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Uh, So overall, like I said, it it was fun. Uh, Ava, you know, a lot of people were, and this one I do blame on some others, because I, I did take a here, a gander, as some, some thoughts were of other people for this. Like, oh, Ava gets so much character, and da 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 and actually feels like a person. And I think that kind of pumped me up, too, because I mm-hmm. thought maybe there's going to be, like, a, a bigger arc. Yeah, yeah. And it just was Ava doing a little podcast. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. There was no, it wasn't, like, real character development, really. It was just her... She was being more of a, a, a Ava instead of like being just annoying and whining or yelling because yeah. she lost Maya or whatever. So in that respect, it did do that. It made her go, "Hey, she's actually just a cool, chill character, having fun, living a, a teenager's life, and, and doing weird stuff. Cool." But it wasn't. There was no forward movement of the storyline of the plot line, really. Yeah, it didn't make her a richer character, but it made her a more fun character. Yeah, you got to see a more fun side of her. And especially like the interactions with Claptrap, you know, the whole Claptrap scenario I also loved oh, because yeah. mm-hmm. you were finding all the bits. Of, I, what The one thing that did piss me off in that scenario, I got I got a vent about this, is when Claptrap says, hey, find all the pieces of this dude. And there's like 50 all over yeah, the all over the everything's dump. everywhere. I went, for sure, when I pick up all of these, I'm going to get a voice line. I'm going to get a trophy. I'm going to get a something. I got a nothing. And it made me very Aww. sad. I was like, I'm doing this. I don't care. And I thought, you know, I'm gonna you know me, I like exploiting my games or trying to see what you can do. I was like, are they just infinitely spawning? So I spun around and I get pick a pick, 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 pick. Got them all. Nothing. Nothing. Come on. Dang, yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> just went, went straight <laughs> to the parts, so never would have found out anyway. Besides, like I, th- I said, I can just do it again later or whatever. It's not like it's only like a two hour uh yeah. Uh, DLC. But that's the thing, is because you're clearly supposed to go do it. Well, I'm going to see what happens if I don't mm-hmm. do it. Do I find the piece? Because I should have, honestly, based on how it goes. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And then, of course, we won't spoil the end, um, but I will just say vaguely, I'm confused because everybody already knew. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't a reveal. Because somebody specifically went, wow, what a cool reveal at the end. Oh, I'm super excited. And I went, what are you talking about? Everybody know, knew that that was the case. Right. I, I don't, there was never even a moment in my mind where I didn't think that was the case. Nor you, because we had talked about it a long time ago. Right. 
So that reveal was like, uh, I'm like, what? We thought one of the DLCs would be about that. Mm-hmm. So it really threw me. So at the end of that night, which was last night, in case you wondered, I, was just, <laughs> I knew it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, well, all right, all right, I gotta go to bed. Click. It was kind of weird because I I enjoyed the story throughout. I liked the glimpses of the the thing happening, and then you get to the point at the end, and there is something behind it all. But I felt like it didn't really tell me anything I didn't know already. Like, sure, this thing was behind the scenes the whole time, but it didn't tell me anything we didn't know. And then uh-huh. I'm just going to say it, that boss fight oh, is whew. not my kind of boss fight. No. That regen and the the baddies in general, I don't really like those type of baddies. Mm-hmm. So them on top of the regen and having to constantly find the boss, I was like, this... This is Bonanzo's. And what bugs me the most is, you know, I play Flak and I have my my handful of favorite guns that I always use. And I don't up the difficulty. I'm not, you know, super min-max Jones. I have fun playing it. And I couldn't play that boss fight the way I like to play it. Because my OPQ system would just take slivers off the whole time. My other, my Vladoff pistol that I really love would take slivers off the whole time. When I got down to the second health bar, the armor bar, just barely barely touching it the whole time going through clip after clip after clip of ammo nothing so i had to like i told you right before we went on air i had got a really awesome legendary Maliwan pistol that dropped somewhere along the line there and its damage was ridiculous so i literally grabbed that pistol and i held down the fire button that whole fight and that was the only thing that took health off not in like big chunks but in chunks appreciable enough to after 10, 15 minutes, finally kill that boss. Meanwhile, I'm Flack. What happens when Matt plays Flack? He never dies. So even during that first boss fight that was like 30 minutes, maybe, I was trying to kill this damn thing. Going down, coming back up instantly. Down, up instantly. Down, oh, Ava's here, she'll res me. Oh, Mr. Beef's here, he'll res me. Just up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down for slivers, fractions of slivers of damage. Uh-huh. So then the second one, I just put on the big powerful gun and I stood there and I shot forever and then I just won. It was, I wanted mechanics. I wanted something because the first time I thought, well, if I'm not doing much damage, maybe I got to shoot these cubes that are floating. Maybe I got to find something. No, it's just a raid boss health bar and you just got to shoot it. Okay. Yeah. And I was so hoping too, Matt, because, you know, they did it right with the uh, takedowns. Yes, that second takedown. Yeah. We had actual mechanics. Yes, yes. You know, I was like, they're, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're making boss fights now where it's not just about this stupid paywall of HP. Mm-hmm. It's about following mechanics and then doing some damage to the boss. But basically, as long as you follow mechanics, you win. Mm-hmm. And and they, they never really went back to it. It's just mostly all been just shoot HP, HP wall forever. I feel like the only mechanic in this fight was... Find the boss and shoot him so he doesn't yes. just go hide and then just regen himself and get all, all the, the shield way back. back. Uh-huh. And and apparently in that third health bar, he has a chance of just like super regening by sucking up all the the heretics or whatever it is that are there. Yeah. He did it to me that first boss fight that went really horribly. I, I got him down halfway and I was like, finally it's over, and then he just went whoop like instantly. And I went, Oh god. And then I finally did die after like I said, 30 minutes. But he didn't do it on the second one, thank God. But I was just like, that's that's it? He d- 
disappears randomly and you can't see anything and you just run around and, and shoot. And then when you shoot him, he's just there and he just shoots you and you just shoot him and that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound too negative on it, but it's just like with everything. We watch a movie. If the ending is not that great, that's the only thing you remember about the movie. That was this DLC. Ava not jumping down into the place. And then the boss fight when she did jump down into the place, it was annoying. I want to like carve that last bit of the Ava missions out of my head and just remember the first good part with the story and run yeah, around all the, the all the different run around and figure it out. And of course it was uh, Pliskin. Awesome character. Yeah. Awesome character. That was a ton of fun. And then of course the the the, the, the what ending. happened at the end. Yeah. 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 It's like that was so cool. That was great. So cool. I, I thought that was just pure awesome sauce. So, like, there's definitely those moments where I was just like, ha that's fun, that's cool. You know, Claptrap being a over-devoted, you know, co-host, mm-hmm. co-co-host, and I'm your best follower, I'm your only follower. <laughs> and then playing as Flack, he had so many awesome lines about the murders, about the mysteries, about the supernaturals. I can't remember which part it was at. I think it was in the part with Claptrap because, yes, he was like, hey, there's a piece of... Ensign Philip, or whatever his name was. Flack's voice line was like, you couldn't, he supposedly couldn't identify what this piece was. He was like, I've taken apart many, many bodies, and even I don't know what this is. It was, just, it was nice. something like that. All of his lines were amazing. So, you know what? We are ending it on a high note. I don't remember that That's stupid right. boss oh. fight. I remember lots of fun during this DLC. Exactly. I remember all the character interaction. Yes, because all the lines were just. Oh, chef's kiss. Yeah. It always had me smiling or giggling about some such. So that stuff was great. And I feel like we we, we do focus on some of that other stuff. But yeah. like I said, overall it was fun. It was good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I just, it. I really do. Uh, I hope they get moving on the story, though, because I am super confused about, I don't want to spoil it, but like the last boss, how that all went down, why when the other, the Watcher, whom we all already know about, mm-hmm. Was telling us something, but this, you know what I mean? Yeah. What the boss was doing and saying, it doesn't really match up with like what the watcher was saying. And it, I'm like, where's this going? And what are they actually doing? And are they even on the same side? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I'm, well, we need some answers. Yeah. Because I feel like we just keep getting dragged along. And hey, Gearbox, listen, your games take like forever to make. I'm going to be dead before you even get to the next two. <laughs> so we got to pick up the story a little bit so I at least have an idea where this ball is rolling. You know what I mean? Well, I wonder if, you know, they didn't want to conclude the story because they could have more DLCs, but you do have to drag the mystery along a little bit so you do mm-hmm. have something for more DLCs. Yeah, to keep going, yeah. Maybe it's that kind of scenario of just we can't cap it off because if we do that, then there's no big mystery or, you know, big thing to accomplish, maybe seven years down the road, who knows. But if you don't accomplish it, then you just keep pushing that out. I don't know. I've, I feel mm-hmm. like they, ha- I mean, they have to have a plan in mind. They've got something. So I'm I'm just hoping that comes soon and we can I have just, more, yeah. ad- more like retroactive adventures or like, you did that. Now that person that you saved has quests for you here and here and here. I hope we get there because I want to see where they're going. I want to see where they're driving, but it just takes so long in between, and they always end up leaving it pretty open ended. Yeah. So it's on my end. I, I want to see what they're doing. So it's good on you, Gearbox, because you at least got me to where I give a poop about your story. Mm-hmm. So that's good. But it's bad because I, I'm like, dang man, I'm just waiting seven, eight years sometimes for this stuff. I'm like, God bless, it's killing me. 
It's killing me. My teeth are falling out. You know what I mean? My teeth fall out in between stories. Dying. <laughs> Your teeth fall out. You start getting lactose intolerant. You just, just yeah, I got gray old. hairs. I'm bald. Oh, man. Falling apart. I'm not going to see the end. <laughs> you know what? I'll come. I'll bring it. Uh, on switch i'll play it sitting at your grave eric look look we found the we found the end we rescued it there it is it's all over buddy you can rest in peace now (laughs) (laughs) so those are some thoughts on the ava murder mystery quest from the director's cut i've been talking before about how much i want to dive into the behind the scenes content i haven't had a chance to do any of that yet haven't had a chance to get any of the new legendaries or do any of the, the other raid cool boss. stuff. Yeah, we haven't, haven't seen any new legendaries yeah. yet. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we still got to get to here. So we need some time in there to rock and roll and get some of that new stuff. Check out the new boss. Well, two, uh, spoiler Whoa. alert, if you played on Max Mayhem level, apparently. So. so what do you think out there in podcast listener land? Have you touched the parts that we haven't yet? Have you played the Ava murder mystery stuff? And what are your thoughts on it? Tell us via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Oh, yeah. You can find us over there. You can also find us on that wonderful little Patreon. We treat it like a little tip jar. You like what you're doing, like what we're hearing. Well, you like what we are giving you, because you're not hearing it. Or are we hearing it? I do hear what I say. If you I like what it. you're doing, and you like what we're hearing... <laughs> Sure, that works. You know what? If you're having a great time out there, donate to the Patreon. Whether it's, the whether Patreon. it's us or you that's having a great time. It doesn't it. matter. Just give us some cash so we can keep the podcast rolling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That was a t- complete failure. But that's all right. If you guys can't throw a buck or two our way, that's all right. You can go over there. You can go to our mailbag. Throw us questions, comments. Tell us all about your experience in the old Borderlands. Any of those things. The follows, the likes. You all know the rigmarole. Those five-star ratings. That all helps us out. You learn about podcasting, right? What Claptrap say? One-star review? Freaking unsubscribing? That's terrible for a podcaster. You know, you're ruining their life. Don't be like Claptrap. Be like somebody else that isn't Claptrap. That gives a five-star review, okay? Claptrap's the worst. You know it, we know it. Just saying. Except we do love Claptrap because Jim Ferrano's awesome. Well, he's yeah. a friend. He's on the show. I, I said Claptrap, not Jim Ferrano. Jim is cool. But you know what I'm saying. Of course, what always be the best and not the worst is if you listen to the very next episode, which will be dropping on the 22nd on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts out there. Apparently, I'm supposed to say, on Apple Podcasts. I don't care. iTunes is funner and easier to say, and now it's part of my routine, and I can never say on Apple Podcasts. I I literally just couldn't do it. I was going to say Spotify, and I just went, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. But as I always say, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do, everybody. We appreciate them five-star reviews. Get out there. Give us a five-star review, or you might just end up like that Pliskin character. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, you'll find out. Or that Ensign dude. I'll be picking up all the little pieces of you, trying to see if I get a trophy. <laughs> that would be so and good. The cops will come and tase me, because I've just got a handful of human. Handful of chunks of people. Yeah. I swear, he was just, I'm just trying to pick him up. I, did you get him, can I get a trophy? I didn't do it. You know, I've seen that in real life, Matt. But that's another story oh. for another time. 
with that, everybody, you know it's the end of the day. Because <laughs> for that, there's nothing else to say but... Don't forget to say... Shut up and sit down.